Thank you for listening to Life Church Podcast. For more information, go to lifechurchofcolumbia.org. Some of you have come here this morning not having any idea what time it is. Ask your neighbor, do you know what time it is? Amen. Let me tell you, this is not just another Sunday. Uh, my wife done preached that message this, uh, this morning. This is your time of promotion. Can I get somebody to give the Lord a hand praise? If you believe, I know you don't feel it, but it's transition time for you. It's promotion time. It's time to advance. Somebody shout advance. Amen. And the word advance means to move forward in a purposeful way. You can't get to where you're going without a plan or revelation. So I'm going to give you that as your pastor, as one of your pastors, as, you, as your lead pastor over the next few days, weeks, uh, and even months. Amen. So grab your Bible. What God showed me is uh, that the glory cloud is moving. When they, the children of Israel was in the wilderness, when the cloud moved, they moved. When the cloud stayed, they stayed. So I've learned when the cloud starts moving, you have to pack up and move with it. It's inconvenient sometimes, comes at some bad times in our lives, amen. But when you see God moving, and that's my responsibility as your pastor, I have to go with him. So I'm trying to get you to gather up your stuff and get your sheep and your goats and pull up your little picket fences because we're advancing in God. Amen. Somebody shout, I'm ready to go. All right, we're going to go through some scriptures. Uh, uh, let's look at Romans 13, verse number 11. Our, our goal is to get to the book of Ecclesiastes. And if you still use a Bible, you may want to mark that because I always have a hard time finding Ecclesiastes. I'm telling you, I didn't come to preach this morning as much to, as to reveal to you what time it is uh, for you as an individual and for us corporately. So I really need you to receive that uh, as such that I'm not just here being preachy. I came with a prophetic word, if you will, to expose to you what time it is. Romans chapter number 13, verse number 11. It says, and that knowing the time. Somebody shout, I know what time it is. If you don't know what time it is, you're not going to be starting getting ready. Amen. You're going to keep laying on that couch. You're not going to be in no hurry. You're not going to be. And so knowing what time it is, is vital. Knowing the time that now it is. Y'all got your Bibles open? It is high time. High time means a favorable time. It's a time that is exalted in excellence. It's a time that is dignified by its purpose. It's the proper time. Amen. Somebody shout right now. Uh, amen. I need you to get over what you've been through last week. I need, to, I need you to get over right now your failures. I need you to get over how dead you may be in your spirit right now. And I just need you to know it's time. It's high time. It's favorable time. It's the acceptable time of the Lord. Amen. He said it is high time to wake up out of your sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. Look at 2 Corinthians 6 and 2. 2 Corinthians 6 and 2 says, Amen. For he saith, I have heard you in a time accepted. 
God said, I heard you. I heard you. Somebody's been praying. Somebody's been wanting to move forward. Have I got the right crowd this morning? Surely I do. Surely, surely we're not just a bunch of contented, amen, self-satisfied people. We want to go and grow. God said, I've heard that prayer. Amen. I've heard you in a time accepted, that approved time, that received time, that favorable time. And in the day of salvation, I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. You got it? If you got your phones, your Bibles, I need you to highlight it, underline it, underscore it, put it in bold letters. Now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of your deliverance, your healing, your salvation, your restoration, everything that that word entails. Amen. Okay, now turn with me to the book of Ecclesiastes chapter number three, beginning in verse number one. Y'all get ready, shout, let's go. Almost, that's what I wanted to hear. They must be using Bibles. Ecclesiastes chapter number three, verse number one says, To everything there is a season. To everything. What is that thing you're praying about? And a time to every purpose. Can I tell you, if everything has a time and every purpose has a season, then if you miss the time, you miss the thing. And if you miss the season, you miss the purpose. That's why the devil wants you to procrastinate. That's why he wants to hinder Amen. That passion God's put in you, that desire to advance, that desire to go to the next level, because he knows if he can refrain you from seizing the moment, it will pass. I I just said something. Amen. Have you ever noticed that? Amen. That, that, that God will stir up a fire. He'll stir up desire. He'll stir up opportunity even. He'll, he'll stir it up. But if you keep on procrastinating, that time will pass. That passion will pass. Oh my God. Y'all looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about, but you do. Amen. It'll pass. Amen. Even the opportunity will pass. Amen. And when you finally make up your mind to do what you were being drawn to do, you've lost all will to do so. Can I get a witness? He said to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. There's a time to be born. There's a time to die. There's a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. There's a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up. There's a time to weep and a time to laugh. There's a time to mourn and there's a time to dance. There's a time to cast away stones and there's a time to gather stones together. There's a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. There's a time to get and there's a time to lose. There's a time to keep and there's a time to cast away. There's a time to rend and a time to sow. There's a time to keep quiet and a time to speak. There's a time to love and there is a time to hate. Everybody read the last one with me. There is a time of war and a time 
of peace. Amen. Verse number one said that there is a, to everything there is a season. Amen. Write this down if you're taking notes. The word season has more to do with uh, than just chronos time. Uh, season is to be fit or suitable. Amen. This is going to be so important for where you're about to go because you are about to advance. But you cannot do it without the revelation you're going to receive in three days. Amen. The season means fit or suitable. It means necessary. Uh, uh, the season means it's, uh, it's proper and becoming to the time. Amen. So he's saying to, to, to everything, there is a, 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 a season to where it is fit, it is suitable, it is proper and becoming to that time. And the word time there means a particular portion or part of duration. Time is a particular portion or part of duration. Amen. He said to everything, everything has, uh, there's a season and to every purpose under heaven, there is time. Listen to me. The word purpose, somebody shout purpose. I'm going to pour something into you. I need you to open up. Purpose is an end desired. Amen. If you never have purpose, you'll never have a plan. And if you never have a plan, you'll never get to where you desire to go. Amen. So a purpose is an end desired. And then that end requires a means to produce it. Amen. You can say all day long, my purpose is to lose weight. My, well, that was the wrong one to pick, wasn't it? My purpose, amen, is to do this or that. But if there is never no means to reach that end, you're just blowing wind. Amen. You're, you're, you're addicted to... <laughs> sorry, Tammy. Amen. Uh, you've created a reality that does not exist. And we fall in love with ideas, but we... But we are you all right? Amen. And, and I like to live in a fantasy world, amen, that that's really what I want. But you don't really want it until there is a means to get you to that end. Can I get a witness? Amen. So uh, it's called, matter of fact, it's called the law of cause and effect. There cannot be a desired effect without an equivalent cause. Are y'all with me? Amen. So there is a certain activity that is necessary, that is fit or suitable. There is a certain activity that is proper and becoming, becoming to a particular portion of time as it relates to my purpose. Amen. It's, it, it, it's proper. Amen. And it may not be necessary. It may not be fit. It may not be proper or becoming at other portions of time in my life. In other words, the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes, uh, there is a time to plant and a time to harvest. Meaning, there are certain measures that have to be taken when it's time to plant that would not be necessary or proper or becoming when it's time to harvest. Are y'all with me this morning, body of Christ? So if there is a time and season for every purpose, then different purposes require different measures. 
Amen? I'm going to say that again. So if there is a time and a season for every purpose under heaven, then different purposes are, 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 are going to require different measurements. So if you don't, if you don't know what time it is, if you don't understand the time, you won't know what is a proper response for your season. Oh, somebody ought to help me just a little bit. Amen. You, if you don't understand what time it is, if you don't have a good leader to show you what time it is, to help you know what time it is, amen, if you don't know what time it is, then you won't know what is necessary what is proper, what is suitable, amen, uh, uh, for the end that you're reaching for, amen. He said in Ecclesiastes, there's a time to break down and a time to build up. If you don't know what time it is, you'll be breaking down when you're building up. Oh, I'm going to help somebody if I had to stand flat-footed to do it. Amen. I said, if you don't know what time it is and you're just feeling the heat of the circumstances, you'll start tearing yourself down when you should be building yourself up. You'll, if you don't know what time it is, amen, you'll start tearing people down when you really should be building them up. If you're not careful, you'll start tearing down your self-confidence when you really should be building your confidence up, amen. If you don't know what time, high five your neighbor and ask him, do you know what time it is? Amen. Do you know what time it is? Verse number four said, there's a time to weep and a... <laughs> Amen. There's a time to weep and there's a time to laugh. If you don't understand what time it is, you'll be mourning. Oh my God. You'll be crying when you should be laughing. I feel like help's on the way. Amen. In other words, a lot of you have looked at circumstances and you've let them dictate time instead of the chronos, instead of the rhema time of an almighty God. And that time's got you weeping and God said you should be laughing because this is your opportunity time. He said, if you don't know what time it is, you'll be mourning. He said, there's a time to mourn and a time to dance. If you don't understand what time it is, you're in mourning when you should be shouting. Oh, I'm going to help you this morning with a word. God told me to tell you, amen, everybody that's in this building. God told me to tell you it's time to advance. That's just as prophetic as I'm ever going to get. <laughs> Maybe you would believe me more if I said, thus saith the Lord. <laughs> it is time to advance. It is time for your promotion. It's time for you to move up. It's time for you to move forward. And I know I felt you in prayer this morning that some of you are saying, this is the most inopportune time you could ever preach this message. That means I got the right message. Amen. Some of you saying, amen. If you would have preached this a month ago, I'd have been on my feet clapping my head. But right now I'm in hell and high water and every other cliche you can think of. But I come to tell you, it's your time to advance. It's your time to move forward. Verse number six said, there's a time to gain and a time to lose. There's a time to keep and there's a time to throw away. I heard the Holy Ghost say, in order to advance, you're going to have to lose some things. 
Let me get over here. Well, come on. Help me out a little bit, son, okay? Help me out. Help the help, help, help brother out. Amen? God said the reason, amen, uh, he said some people are not ready to advance because they haven't learned how to lose. Oh, we're just going to get real. Amen. He said there's a time to hold on to some things and there's some times to throw some things away. Amen. Are you listening to me? So in order to advance, in order to advance, you're going to have to learn to lose some things. You're going to have to learn to lose a negative outlook. You're going to have to learn to lose that voice of doubt that's speaking in your head. Who am I teaching this morning? Amen. You're going to have to learn to throw away some things that are hindering you from stepping into what God has called you to be. I just heard the Holy Ghost say, you're going to have to lose some insecurities. You're going to have to lose. Amen. And I like it, brother, because he didn't just say lose. He said, there's some things you're going to have to throw away. Amen. You ever got something stuck on your finger? Huh? Amen. Have you, have you ever got a hold of something that just got a hold of you? Amen. Some things you don't lose unintentionally. You have to throw it away from you. You have to cast it down. I'm trying to help somebody in this place. Amen. God said the only thing standing between you and advancing this morning is the ability to take some things, uh, some identities uh, that the devil gave you that God didn't give you and cast them down. There's a time to lose some stuff. Somebody shout, it's time to lose. Oh my God, we don't like to hear this because we're always, let me tell you, there's a winning that's only on the other side of losing. There is a level of winning that is on the other side of losing. And I hear the Holy Ghost saying what some of y'all need to lose is the lies and the accusations of the devil who's saying you ain't holy enough. You ain't worthy enough. I feel like shouting in this place. You ain't good enough. Some, my God. Tell your neighbor, throw it away. Discard that thing. I'm telling you, if you're going to move forward, you got to get this revelation. I got to get rid of that. That's not my identity. Come on, that's your message. Amen. That's not my identity. That's not who I am. But it's how I feel. And I can feel the wind coming against me. Amen. I come to tell you the Holy Ghost said, now is the acceptable time. Now is a favorable time. Amen. I think right now while I'm preaching, somebody needs to throw away some stuff. Go ahead. Just shut your eyes and go in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Just go in the Holy Ghost right now. Throw some things away. Throw some uh, insecurities away. Throw some out away that's trying to come into your life right now. Because the only reason you don't know what time it is is because of the extreme opposition you're facing right now. I feel you. I feel you. That's the only reason you don't know what time it is. You've been taught you judge time by the almanac. But I come to tell you, we judge time by the Word of God. Amen? Amen. You've been taught to judge time and seasons by the leaves falling and the temperatures that are in the air. So you'll bring that over into your spiritual life and you will judge God's time based on natural time. 
Oh my God, is anybody listening to me? Amen. When God said, this is the acceptable time. This is the favorable time. This is the time of dignity and honor in spite of what you're going through. Amen. Somebody shout, do you know what time it is? It seems like the most inopportune time for you right now. Why? Because you've been ugly. I'll just come right out here and climb up on these pews. Because you blew it. You blew it. It is, am I right? He spilled paint in your truck, and you blew it. <laughs> I would have. <laughs> huh? You blew it. Somebody blew it. Who was it? Was it you? He's just smiling. Oh, it was you. Thank you. Amen. So, so you don't know it was opportune time. You don't know it's opportune time because you're looking at that time. Come on, I come to help somebody. You're, 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 you're looking at that time when I didn't act as becoming as I should. I didn't respond like I really should have. Amen. And here I come with this message. Amen. You're, you're, you're in circumstances that's got you doubting. It's got you afraid. It's got you concerned. Amen. Are y'all in this house with me this morning? Amen. You're, and, 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 and so you're having a hard time right now receiving that it's opportune time. But look, I, I got a scripture for you. Paul summed it up like this. For, write this down. 1 Corinthians 6 and 9. He said, a wide door of opportunity for effectual service has been opened up unto me and there are many adversities. There are many adversaries. He said, right, right. Can, can I help somebody right now? Amen. Some of you are in a dilemma in your mind. You're a dilemma in your, in your natural circumstances. You're, you're in a dilemma financially. You're, you're, you're in a dilemma in your health. You're in a dilemma in a whole lot of places. Amen. Amen. And, and, and the reason is because you're standing on the threshold of an opportunity to advance. You're standing on the threshold of an opportunity to step into a dimension you've never been in before. You're, you're standing on the threshold of opportunity. Paul said, with ever opportunity comes great adversity. Can I help somebody when you're living on the mountaintop and everything's going your way and the bills are paid and the kids are still sane and my spouse is acting right? Amen. You're not even standing in a position to experience a level of glory you've never experienced before. Amen. He, Paul said, the adversity that's screaming in my face is screaming there's an opportunity here. There's an opportunity here. Oh God, I, I, I need you to get this right now. Amen. And, and, and this opportunity will require means to reach the end you're after. Faith don't lay idle on the sideline hoping things will change. Faith knows what the result is. Faith knows what the promise is. And then faith puts in sweat equity to produce the means that will produce the end. Your, James put it this way. Faith without. 
Amen. He said, it's dead being alone. Amen. Look at 3 and 7. He said, there is a time of war and a time of peace. If you are looking, oh, I got a word for you today. If you are looking into the eyeballs of a giant, you'll know you're standing on the threshold of advancing territory. High five your neighbor and tell him it's a sign. It's a sign. It's a sign. Amen. If you're facing a giant, personally, corporately as a family, corporately as a church, amen, it's a sign. If you're looking at an impossible situation, if you're looking at something that's bigger than you that you think you cannot control, Paul said you're standing right on the threshold of your destiny. And can I tell you, sometimes it takes losses to provoke us to war. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes it takes losses to provoke us to war. Because we get so comfortable when everything is good. We're just comfortable, huh? Can y'all, re- we're just comfortable. I'm making money, got a good job, my kids is good, my wife is good, my health is good. Are you listening to me? And we get complacent and complacent and complacent. And God says, I'm really trying to get you into a whole new dimension. So sometimes it's loss that'll stir up war in you. Somebody wave at me if you know what I'm talking about, amen. It'll stir up something in you. Amen. You don't get to decide when it's wartime. You don't get to decide. It would be good if you did. Amen. But there's a devil out to steal your peace. He's out to steal your joy. He's out to steal your money. He's out to steal your health. And when he comes to steal, you're going to do one of two things. You're going to submit to the circumstances or you're going to declare war. Huh? Can we go a little further? Hear me, Life Church. We're at that place corporately. Amen. That war is for two reasons in the Bible. Amen. All through the Old Testament, it was either to expand your territory or to protect your territory. Amen. Are you listening to me? And God said, I'm ready to expand Life Church. I need somebody to catch that word. I'm ready to expand Life Church in signs, wonders, miracles. I'm, I'm, uh, y'all ain't believing what I'm saying right now. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to expand it. Amen. And somebody asked me the other day, uh, are you getting discouraged because you're praying for some people who hadn't got their healing yet? Are you getting discouraged? How does it affect you as the pastor? How does it affect you as the leader? Amen. When some people that's so close to me, amen, are in the shape that they're in. Well, I'm going to expose to you how I respond. I respond by realizing this is no time to submit. It's no time to back up. It's no time to surrender. I got to declare war. Is anybody in this place? Amen. Uh, uh, I got to declare war. And that's what we're going to do at Life Church. Are y'all ready to go? Amen. He said, He said, sometimes it'll take losses to get you mad enough to do something different. It'll take losses for you to tweak your priorities. Somebody ought to write that down. Sometimes it takes losing something before you get your priorities right. Amen. 
Some, sometimes it takes an extreme loss in your life before you'll ever stand back and realize, oh my God, that wasn't a priority in the first place. That wasn't what was so important in the first place. Now I'm beginning to realize what was really important. Am I preaching to anybody in this place? Now I know what's important. Amen. Now, now I know, amen, when something hits a home, all of a sudden before all you could think about was the money you could make for that home. But let something hit it, you can't control and all of a sudden money's not as important as the relationships in that home. Whew. Y'all with me? It's time to advance. It's time to advance. Now remember, if there's a time and a season for every purpose, then different purposes require different measures. Wartime requires different measures than peacetime. They are sometimes we get to build in peacetime. Y'all have experienced those times. Everything's good. Money's good. I'm building. I'm building with no adversity. Amen. Me and my wife's okay. All my kids is good. My grandkids fruit, they're good. Got me a brand new grandkid now. Number seven. You know, it's all good. There's a time in your life and it's the grace of God that enables you to progress without resistance. Amen. And, and you don't even realize it. And because you haven't entered the time I'm finna preach on, you'll be ungrateful for the time you got to build in peacetime because you have not yet experienced what it's like to try to build in wartime. Come on now, I need you to listen to me. So I need to, incur, I need to, to stir up all of you that everything's going your way. I, I need to encourage you that, that, that you just feel like God's just letting honey drip out of your cabinets and Kool-Aid's running out of your faucets and everything's good, amen? I need to encourage you, don't lose your gratitude and praise God for it. You, you ought to thank God for it. Amen. It's a time that God allows in our life. But let me, let me, God help me, Holy Ghost. But there they are other times when the advancing itself draws attack. Amen. You ever noticed you didn't get attacked till you stepped out and started doing something for God? You, you ever noticed? Huh? Yesterday, you went all day long and forgot to eat. Today, you decided to fast. Oh, y'all ahead of me. Uh, today, you decide to fast. Amen. And your neighbor calls, hey, I got deer meat cooked over here. I say, you devil, I bind you in the name of Jesus. Get under. <laughs> you know, I usually said, okay, I'll be right there. I'll fast tomorrow. Huh? Isn't it amazing when you start deciding to be a giver that God will... Uh, huh? that when you start deciding to be a giver and advancing, your money gets funny. Oh, come on now. I'm trying to help you advance. If you don't know what time it is, you'll let the circumstances pull you back into the level you're at and you never get to advance. I am determined as the lead pastor of this church, we're about to advance. We're about to take it by force. We're about to move forward. Amen. Amen. So, so there's that time of peace. And then there's that time when advancing draws attack. And, and you know the old saying, drastic times require 
drastic measures. Meaning, I can't maintain the same habits in this season that I had in that season. Oh, this is going to help somebody right now. Some of you don't even understand why I'm under such attack and I'm not being as successful as I was then. It's because you're trying to advance to a greater level on the habits you had at the lower level. Oh, thank you, Tammy. You caught that. Amen. I mean, I'm not, I'm not all that, but I've been through enough levels to know that nobody taught me this stuff. And I had to scratch around and figure it out. Amen. That as long as I was sitting here in a safe zone, the measures I took to maintain my peace and joy, amen, were pretty minuscule because circumstances were holding me up. But when God started advancing me into arenas to bring a greater level of glory to Him, I found out, oh, my God, I got to change my measures. I got to change some things in my life because I can't operate at this level with those habits. I see it with leadership all the time. People drifting in and out of leadership. Amen. In and out, in and out. It's because they was never taught this. The minute I expose you to this platform, the minute I expose you, come on, you kind of talked about this one time and said, I don't know about this eldership business, to be honest with you. See, 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 we, we, we want to do what God's called us to do. We want to step into those arenas, but you, you don't realize when I pull you up and expose you, you're finna come under attack that you weren't under on the level down there. Oh, is anybody? So, 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 so I got to change my measures to meet the demands of this dimension. If not, I'll slip in and out. I'll slip in and out. I never double shot. I'm after something. I'm going to teach us through this for three services. Are you listening to me? Amen. And you, and you never get to enjoy. And there's something in you all the time saying you're gifted in that area. There's something that desires to be in that area. But I'm telling you, there is a peace found in surrender. I'm going to say it again. Sometimes it's easier to quit. Sometimes I can get peace of mind if I just quit. Y'all might as well say amen because you know what I'm talking about, amen. But you'll never walk in the fulfillment of God. You'll never step into destiny, amen, if you just quit. My God, Sister Griffin, where are you at? Amen. She was going to teach Wednesday, but going through a storm, called me. She was wrestling back and forth, you know. I know I got something from God, and I was just kicking and pushing. Go, kid. I was just pushing, amen, because there comes a time if you allow the weather to stop you from stepping into destiny you never get to advance is anybody in this building so what do you do you go to drastic measures amen I mean I mean you know the, the, there has to be a, a, a means that equivalent to the end like if I wanted to knock Kobe down stand up I wanted to knock Kobe down He's, <laughs> I'm not going to hurt you, but don't hurt me. Okay. I'm supposed to win this war. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, wait a minute. Sit back down. Stand up, Camry. <laughs> I feel better about this. <laughs> Amen. If I want to knock Camry down, are you okay, baby? You ready for this? If I wanted to knock Camry down, that's the level I'm on, then it don't take too much to knock her down. Are you listening to me? Now stand up. Amen. But when God brings me to a level of glory, 
My God, is anybody. To where I'm going to start whooping bigger giants. Show you guns. I'm going to start whipping bigger giants. I'm going to be, and it's not about the giant, it's about God getting the glory. Amen. But I stand up, Camry. Amen. I can't continue my little. Amen. Because now there's a giant looking me in the eyeball that I must raise the means. I got to raise the means. Amen. On this level, stand up, Camry. On this level, when the devil. You're too pretty to be a devil. When the devil's trying to steal my worship, it don't take much. But when I begin to grow in God and the devil starts trying to steal my worship, I got to, I got to have means that meets the demands of knocking a guy like this down. So I can't just give that little push. Amen. I got to meet the demands of the crisis with a level of commitment and devotion and determination. And I got to just... Do whatever it takes to get him. Is anybody in this place? If you don't understand this principle, you'll never advance. Well, praise God. Stand up, Cameron. <laughs> praise God. I'm just, I'm just winning. Stand up, Cameron. Keep standing up. And your life is so boring. Stand up. It don't take no effort to worship. It don't take no... I've got my eyes closed. Thank you, baby. Keep standing. It don't take no effort, amen, to have peace. It don't take no effort to have joy. And guess what? God ain't getting no glory. Is anybody listening to me? He ain't getting no glory. Amen. He said to every season, there is a purpose. to Stay stay there. Every time. Are you listening to me? And if I don't know what time it is, amen, then are you, that God is... A, stand up. Amen. And stand like you can really stand, okay? If I don't know... Know that God's trying to advance me and, and, and I start pushing and this thing is not moving and I'm feeling weak. Amen. Wait, let's do it with one hand. I, I'm, I'm going to make a point. Amen. See, wait, let's, let's do this. Stand up. Amen. I got my left hand in my pocket. You want to... Whoa! Give me five! Stand up, Cameron. <laughs> I got my left hand, but I'm using my right hand. But you know why I'm using my right hand? Because your right hand is scientifically proven to be your strong hand. Amen. It's your giving and receiving hand. You ever walk up to somebody and shake them with your left hand? It don't even matter if you're left-handed. You always that's your right hand, right? That's your giving, that's your social hand. Amen. Where's my other hand? He's unsociable. Does anybody ever struggle with this? <laughs> that I got to be sociable on one side, but I'm really unsociable on the other side. Somebody read my title. I'm finna go somewhere with it. Are you listening to me? Amen. Uh, so so uh, it only takes one hand on this level. Stand up. I'm going to have to get serious with you. It only takes one hand, amen, because that's my power hand. It's my social hand. It's my receiving hand. It's my giving hand. Well, Nehemiah came and told them, hey, you can be seated. He came and told them, we're about to go to the next level. I'm going to get prophetic. Are y'all ready? I'm going to go to the next level. We're going to build a kingdom that's going to bring glory to God. We're going to build a church that's going to bring glory to God. We're going to build a kingdom that's going to begin 
begin to reject the kingdoms of this world and the kingdoms of this world are going to have to bow to it. Oh my God, do you feel me? We're about to build something that God is going to be glorified and devil's going to be terrified. But something crazy happened, Kobe. They started building and they started building. And the Bible says when the enemy heard they were building, they sent and hired counselors to frustrate the purpose. We're going to frustrate them. We can't let them get up. God, you got to stay with me for the next few months because we're going to turn this thing together. Amen. He said, we're going to build what the devil tore down. We're going to get our healings back. We're going to get our miracles back. We're going to get conviction back in the church. We're going to get repentance back in the church. We're restoring the church. Are y'all with me here at Live Church? I don't care if this message don't go outside this building. I'm preaching to us. He said, we're going to build. And the Bible says, when they begin to build, the people in the land heard... That church's progressing. They're rebuilding what we tore down a long time ago. Can I tell you the devil's sitting here? Not here. (laughs) I wasn't pointing at my wife. He's sitting here. He's sitting here and he's hearing. So when he hears we want a kingdom that's manifesting the glory of God, he's going to hire assassins to come stop us. He's going to hire counselors. It said they weakened, the people of the land weakened their hands so they would quit building. Has that happened in your life, Fluky? Has it happened in your life? Has it happened? Come on, you can be honest with me. Amen. Has it happened in your life where things just come in and try to make you weak and drop your hands down? But let me tell you what a good leader does. Nehemiah told them and said, they're coming. And they looked out there and they were surrounded by the enemy. And he said, amen. We don't have the luxury, amen, to quit building and to fight. But we also don't have the luxury to quit fighting and to build. So you're going to have to build with one hand. Oh, you're going to have to build with one hand and fight with the other. You're going to have to become ambidextrous. Amen. And an ambidextrous church says what I was strong in in my strong area, I'm going to be strong in in my weak area. Oh, I can't preach it like I feel it. Amen. If you're going to advance, you're going to have to become ambidextrous. He said because you're, you're going to a point to where you no longer have the luxury to say, here, you hold my sword. I'm not going to fight today. I'm going to try to do a little building. But I, I'm, I'm not going to fight today. That's where the forest of the majority of churches. Amen. Or, or here, you take my hammer. You keep building. I got to go fight some personal battles. Come on, I'm trying to build a church. No, sir, if we're going to make it in this arena that I'm after, amen, we're going to have to hold a hammer in one hand, fruit, we're going to have to get a sword in the other and say amen. The word ambidextrous means uh, to be adept in your right, left hand as as adept as you are, to be proficient in your left hand as you are in your right hand. So if you put that in context, it means uh, I can still worship when I'm weak and I can Worship when I'm strong. I'll pray when I'm weak and I'll pray when I'm strong. Somebody ought to help me in this place. I will preach when I'm weak and I will preach when I'm strong. I will invent. 
Are y'all okay? Away with a single-faceted church. Single-faceted churches never make it to this dimension. Are you listening to me? I got to be able to fight and pray at the same time. That's why sometimes you may see some of us in church with all this worship thinking, well, everything must be going okay with them. No, I tell you, there's ambidextrous people in this church that will still worship. Hey, somebody help me. They're still praying with my weakness. You're going to have to be ambidextrous to make this transition. Are you not going to make You're going to stay in your one little arena. Either or. Huh? Are y'all with me? Have y'all seen that through leadership? Away with leaders that only show up when they're in a right-handed state of mind. Away with leaders who are not present. I did a study on the scripture, be instant in season and out of season. And come on, the word instant means present. I'm present, sir. How you feel? It don't matter how I feel, sir. I'm present. Let me get over here in front of a soldier. <laughs> Are you listening to me? Ah, hey Amen. How, how, do you, how, do you, how do you feel about it, sir? It don't matter how I feel about it. Amen. Are you listening to me? I'm present. Uh, what's your opinion on it, sir? I have no other opinion. I have no other opinion than what you said, master. I have no other opinion than what that Bible says. And even though I don't see it, I'm present. My God, I got to preach this to our leaders. Amen. My God, you sissified, mamby-pamby, pacifier-sucking, milk-toast leaders. Amen. That let storms push us out of a saddle. Cherish, we got to teach when we ain't feeling it. We got to preach when we ain't feeling it. We got to witness when we ain't feeling it. Oh, but you're thinking your feelings have disqualified you. Can I go deeper? You're thinking your failure disqualified you. No, it's, it's the proof. Yeah, you took a lick from your giant, but you're so close to your destiny. You're so close. You're just so close. You're so close. We're so close, Kamal. We're so close. Amen. And then I get these phone calls of my best friend in the condition he's in. And this member's going through this. And this marriage is going through this. And this situation. And I went into a time of prayer of God. I got to have some answers. I can't lead people if I don't know. I can't lead people if I don't know. I got to know why, where, how. And God spoke to me and said, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violence are going to take it by force. He said, nobody just slipped into the level you're desiring. It took ambidextrous people. So sometimes, we've been taught this is hypocritical. Sometimes I'm not preaching by feeling and anointing. I'm preaching left-handed. Sometimes I got to worship left-handed. Is anybody like me? I can't scratch my ear left-handed. If something ever happened to my right hand, I'd have to have a lot of help, guys. Are y'all following me? It's so awkward. 
is yours. I'm so awkward with my left hand. Have you ever felt awkward in worship? You, you ever feel awkward in what you believe? Come on, you can say amen. You, you, huh? That's not a crime. That's the opportunity for, for, for me to cultivate an ambidextrous spirit. To where you know what? This is my time. This is my season. It's a time to advance. Are you listening to me? It's a time to, to, to advance. But let me, let me close with this. I want it to be through by 1230. This season, y'all catch this. Catch this. This season of transition can be confusing. So I want to help you with this before I shut up. I sent a text to my elders that I've been intrigued with, uh, a, a scripture. And I don't know if you ever noticed it, but it was brought to my attention. The Bible says, in the place where Christ was crucified. Do you, y'all still have that on your phone? In the, listen to me. In the place Christ was crucified, there was a garden with a sepulcher that was brand new. In the same place, there was an instrument of death and an instrument of life because a garden is designed to produce life. In Jesus' transition, are y'all following me? There was a cross that was taking his life and there was a garden there that promised him life and a sepulcher there that was brand new. So when you're in transition and the thing about a garden and a grave is they look so much alike in purpose but the difference between a garden and a grave, in a garden you plant things. But in a grave you bury things. So sometimes when you're in transition, you're in such a place, you don't know if you're being buried or planted. Oh my God. Can anybody receive this? Amen. You don't know if you're dying or living. You don't know if you're coming or going. Oh, y'all can't say nothing. But I'm talking about transition. It's a place, amen, that you got to learn how to navigate. Amen. Because, and I come to help you navigate that. Because there's one part of you that feels the calling of God and the anointing of God and the desire of God. And then there's another part of you that feels like it's going through hell. How is anybody in this place? So it can be confusing in this place of navigation. Am I winning or losing? Am I an overcomer? Oh, y'all don't say nothing. Y'all don't say nothing. But I know I can preach this stuff because I've been in many transitions. Am I really progressing or have I lost ground? 
Come on, who am I talking to? Am I, am I, I mean, was, was, was all of my ministry as successful as I thought it was and productive as I thought it was? Because here I am in a place of exposure and dying. But the whole time he was dying, he was looking at the very thing that was going to produce resurrection. And if you don't know how to navigate this change life church about to go through, you'll back up when you should have pushed forward. You'll, you'll put that left hand in your pocket and just have them cordial Sunday morning, how are you, sir? All is well. Ain't God good? All the time you got that insecure self in this pocket. Amen. Beat up discouraged, disgruntled, when God is saying, that's not your lot. Pull that other hand out and raise the level of measures to meet the level of attack because it's time for you to advance. Stand with me all over this place. <clears throat> it's time for you to advance. I need you to listen to me in no other voice that's speaking in your mind right now. I'm speaking to you as a spokesman of God. I heard from God. That shouldn't startle you that I would be so bold to say that because if I don't hear from God, I don't need to be your pastor. And God told me to tell you, to ask you, do you really know what time it is? I've been to this place before. I'm just going to be honest just a few minutes. In leading people. And I told you this here a while back. I knew when I started leading you in the place that we're leading you with a message we're preaching. It was going to set you up to take some blows. The more you preach on the supernatural and healing, the more blows you take from the devil with sickness. Things start getting magnified because we've learned to just sweep them under a rug and just deal with sickness and disease. And we've never took our stand and said, we're going to fight with both fists. So I knew when we started, I was going to get questions like, how are you handling this? Seeing what you're seeing every day. And I said to God, I'm going to preach it until I believe it. And I'm going to believe it till I see it. I will not surrender. I will not recant what this book says. But I've been to this place before to push a church into another dimension. And I've always backed out because of your schedules. I'm serious. I always said, well, people ain't got time for church. Don't want no more church. They're too busy. I would start trying to check schedules. And before it's over, I'd say, forget it. But I'm, I'm beyond that as your pastor. And God said, the glory's moving. Are you going to move with it? Are you going to do what you always do? So I'm going to push like I've never pushed before from now to January. And for you that want it, come get it. And for you that don't, Please don't. 
He told him when he went in war, Joshua, I need you to tell everybody that's afraid to go home. Everybody that ain't got a heart for it, tell them, stay home. This might be a little bold, but I just need to tell you where your leader's at. And Joshua had to be, or Gideon, I'm sorry, thank you. And Gideon had to be okay with it. So it dwindled down from the multitudes to a few. But Gideon saved a nation. So for all you Gideons that want to embrace this thing, I'm going to teach it tonight. Tomorrow night I'm going to teach some things about character that will set you free. Your sonship that will liberate you. Why? Because God is preparing us for the first fruits of sending us people who need strong people to be able to help them. And that's what he's about to build. Amen. I need you to receive this prayer right now. I really, what I really want to do is get you all up here and lay hands on you. I have an impartation to give. I'll do it tonight maybe or just come back. We'll, We'll do it tonight, tomorrow night. God is going to impart into you an ambidextrous spirit. I can prove to you that the Bible says by the laying on of hands, he can impart. But he had to make me realize I had it before I could give it. And I want to share it with this body until we become so ambidextrous. But right now, this is our general altar call. And we'll go have lunch together. And I just need you to Get in your own posture of prayer. I don't care what that is. You don't have to have your hand. But just say, God, I need you to give me an ambidextrous spirit. Would you? I, I, would you just pray these simple prayers? Father, I'm having a hard time seeing what time it is, so can you help me receive the revelation that it's my time? God, I'm in the midst of a storm, and I've been in hell all week. But Father, impart into me right now that this is my time to advance. Come on, come on, right where you are. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place for you. There's some people in here that couldn't care less about moving any further than you are, but God promised me there's a remnant here. Go ahead, tell him, tell him, God, I want to be strong with my right and I want to be strong with my left. I want to be able to build and fight at the same time. Ambidextrous is about being focused. I can focus on the eternal things and still navigate the natural things. I need somebody to catch that right there. Amen. Ambidextrous is the ability to juggle things with right hand and left hand. I can maintain spirituality and start businesses and reach the world. Amen. Oh, you're the starting business. I, I, I want to become ambidextrous so that I'm, I'm not single focused and one prospers and one fails. I want both to be successful. Are you following me? That's the anointing God's given. Come on, receive it. Receive it. Receive it. That's the anointing God wants to give to where I don't flow in and out of spiritual and natural. Thank you, Father. Thank you for that deposit in this place right here, right now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to Life Church Podcast. For more information, go to lifechurchofcolumbia.org.